Hey guys, this week we are here with Abby Barclays. She is a sophomore at Wilkes University. She's a dual sport athlete, grinding it out both on the soccer field and on the ice. She is going to talk about growing up with her father and her mom both being her coaches, playing with her sister, finding the perfect place for her to go to college where she could do both the sports that she loves, and we then go into all of the Instagram questions that you guys sent in. Thank you so much for that. Loved it. And finally, we'll do a breakdown of her roster for the year. So I hope that you guys enjoy this, and here's our podcast. Hello. Hi, how are you? Good, how are you? Good. Would it be better to on my phone, computer? Do you have a preference? No preference. Doesn't matter. No, I don't think it matters. It's okay. 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 Maybe one day I'll be more official with, like, microphones and nice shit, but... Oh, no. You're, I listen to, like, four of them. I oh, really? I love what you're doing. Yeah. I started with your introductory video on the Instagram, and I was like, oh, my gosh, I love it. And then I saw, like, the progression kind of. Yeah, wow. I'm really stoked. Okay, so you actually had a ton of people comment questions on that oh my god don't ask me all of them from my sister please god don't she texted me and was like don't worry i got you and i was like what'd you do she was like i asked questions on top of questions on top of questions i was like you want to tell me one of them so like maybe i could think of an answer now and she was like oh i forget it was over 10 and i was like ah So, so yeah, I could assume some of them are going to be from her. No, that's awesome. That's so nice. Does she play hockey too? She does. um, She's going to be a senior at Stevenson. Okay. You guys didn't want to play together? You didn't want to go there? No. I I played with her, yeah, for a time. I just, she would have hated if I went to school with her too. Plus, I've seen Stevenson, like, I've, I've, she's two years older than me, so I visited, like, junior, senior year of high school just to hang out with her. It's just, it's different. It's a different type of campus. It's like, the only people that live, I guess it it sounds weird, but it's like a, it's a closed campus, like, you have to drive into it. Mm -hmm. Like, everyone, everyone but the freshmen have to, like, drive into the campus. So I was like, I don't want that. Yeah. How weird. So where besides Wilk have you played hockey at? Prior to Wilk? Yeah. Okay, so I started growing up playing for the Mercer Chiefs. I'm from Hamilton, New Jersey. Okay. So right in Mercer. So I played the Mercer Chiefs all the way up until boys hockey, I would say. So like 14-ish. But at the same time I was doing boys hockey, I was also doing girls hockey for the Princeton Tiger Lilies, which was a girls team out of the same rink that the boys played at. So I was doing that because my sister got to play girls hockey well before I did. She got out of the hitting two years before I did. So that's when I then joined with her because it was just easy with traveling and everything. So Mercer Chiefs with the boys and then Princeton Tiger Lilies with the girls. And I stayed at that organization all the way up until two years ago when I came here. Okay. How long did you play boys then? I was on the boys team from might to like four years old, I would say 14, 11 years-ish. Okay, gotcha. Because you said that you stayed in for some of the hitting and like I left, I think I left like first year Bantams or like second year Pete. Yeah, I tried. It gets too intense. Way too intense. I tried. I tried. My dad, he put me in. My dad's a coach, so he kind of runs stuff at the rink that's like a mile from my house Mm -hmm. so he would run some checking clinics and be like just do them just come do them like like no one's here to get hurt we're here to learn just try them 
So I did some checking clinics, and he was like, you know what? You could probably do the beginning few levels of hitting. Like, the boys don't know how to hit either, so just try it. After, like, the first few games, I was – my mom was like, she is way too tiny. <laughs> like, if she just can't do it. So I finished out the year and then com- completely stopped with the boys and did girls hockey. But I would still train with the boys. I want to – I would still do, like – my my team that I was on prior would practice after my girls practice. So I would stay on knowing that there's no risk of injury there. So is that how you got into hockey? Because your whole family's involved in it? Yeah. So my mom, my mom never did hockey. Mm-hmm. My dad played hockey his whole life. Um, yeah, college, Europe, then now is still involved in hockey. Uh, so he... He was a coach in the area for um, a prep school for a while, and then his buddy opened up the rink by our house, and then he, my dad then eventually took over the rink. Now he just manages the rink, but because we always had access to it, he would he would take me and my older sister before, like, preschool and put us on the ice and just, like, have us skate around before going to preschool when we were, like, three or four to see if we liked it. So me and my older sister, we got into it that way because he's always been involved with it my younger sister though does she wasn't wasn't for her (laughs) so did you guys live in europe with him or was that before you were born yeah that was that was even yeah that was before he was born he went from he went from prep school i don't think they did junior juniors worked a little bit differently back when he was at school and then he played at geneseo and then from geneseo he played in europe for two years and then came back for my mom. Okay. <laughs> Came back for my mom, I guess. <laughs> so if he managed the rink, you guys were there all the time. All the then. time. Oh, that's so nice. But, yeah, buzzing around. I mean, I w- my younger sister, she worked at the snack bar when she was old enough to work. We knew everyone there. We were just kind of, he would come in to do stuff and just let us as toddlers just kind of run around the lobby, hang out. And then it kind of got more beneficial when we got older because he would run some private lessons every morning before kids go to school and after school. So me and my sister would get the option just to hop on really whenever. So definitely an advantage there. Did you like being coached by him? (laughs) You know what? Some people might say no. My mom coached me in soccer and I hated it. My dad, on the other hand, if this makes sense, like he was a coach first before he was my dad. Like, coaching was what he did after he was done playing himself. Mm-hmm. So, he, I never got any special treatment, any special anything. So, he would, co- he, yeah, I loved it. He coached me like I was just an ordinary, like any other player. I, I loved it, yeah. How'd you like playing for the Tiger Lilies? You know, I, for a while, it was kind of hard because I was always playing a few years ahead of myself because they, my parents wanted to keep me and my sister on the same team. So I my, I wouldn't say I didn't really have friends, because I did have friends, but I didn't like sharing friends with my sister. Like, I saw them as my sister's friends before me. So I didn't really start loving playing for the Tiger Lilies until me and Trinity went different. We ended up going different teams. Okay. So once once I started playing with my age... And apart from her, I started liking it a lot better. That's awesome. And then what about your pathway with soccer? Like how I became all like soccerish, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so my oh, 
my mom played basketball and soccer in college. And then I guess she wanted a basketball and soccer player, but since hockey conflict, conflicted, she kind of sacrificed basketball, thank goodness. But um, I started doing soccer then from the age of, like, six. We started doing rec soccer. She was the coach for that team. Then we went into once, once you turn eight, you kind of get more competitive. So then we did the team by my house, had tryouts, whatnot, started getting into that and then played actually the same team I was on since I was eight is the same team I played for again, all the way up until I came here. So my mom kind of coached me up until we got more competitive, like, 12-ish because then we needed to find like a real coach she was kind of more of like a volunteer coach so we need a real coach at that point and then it kind of stuck I mean what kept me in soccer though because it's interesting I like hockey way more than soccer that's always been like the fun sport for me soccer uh, soccer is not as fun for me but I stayed in it because I couldn't imagine leaving my friends like that was the big piece for me my friends I was like there's just no way I'm gonna stop doing this so even here, a girl that I played with my whole life, she goes here now, and we play together here. So I was kind of thankful I did that. Yeah, are you guys roommates? We are roommates. <laughs> Who is it? Have I met Anna, her? Oh, okay. Anna Hart. Okay, so I haven't, like, technically met her, but she's been, like, in the she's same. She's been around. Yeah. Yeah, yeah she's, uh, we played together our whole life. Okay. She was on that team as well, up from when we were eight. She she was also a member of that team for the past 10 years after that. That's awesome. So when you were looking for colleges, were you looking for hockey and then you were just happy to play soccer here also? Or was it important to try and find a school that you could do both? Yeah, I wouldn't quit until I found, I found something that would compensate for both of them. Like I, my parents tried to talk me out of one or the other for so long. And I was like, no, I just, I want to do them both. I couldn't imagine stopping. So when it came down to the college search, it obviously narrowed all my options. Any coach I wanted to email, not uh, any coach I wanted to email for hockey, I kind of had to mention soccer. The soccer coaches don't really care as much because it doesn't affect their season mm-hmm. necessarily because they're in fall. So there would be no overlap for them. But I had to email every hockey coach and crossed probably more than half of them off my list because the hockey coaches were like, there's too much of an overlap and we won't let it happen. So I would, yeah, once that email came through, I wouldn't even think about that school anymore. I was on a hunt. There's no way I wasn't going to do them both. Because I honestly, it came down to the fact that I could not pick. Yeah. Like I thought about it for so long and I was like, I really can't pick. Like I, I love this. I, I came to the point where I then love soccer. Now I love hockey and I was like, I couldn't, I don't want to just do one. Cause I knew if I went to a school and they have a soccer team, I'd be pinching myself not to play. Vice versa for the hockey team. If I went to a school, played soccer and there was a hockey team, I'd be like, Oh my God, I want to play. So I was. I wasn't going to stop until I found it. And the coaches here, they really applaud you for playing both sports? Yeah. Well, what's interesting is that when Coach Utter was in contact with the hockey coach, it was a newer program. So he was looking essentially for players, people to fill the roster. So when he came to talk to me about playing here and I mentioned two sports to him, he he was totally on board. He said, "If if you want to do it, I'll let it happen. If you come here to play hockey as well, like I'll, I'll allow it." That was the hardest part for me finding a hockey coach that was willing 
to deal with the overlap because I, it took a good it took a good part of the season away from me being there. So, and then after that, it was just easy to get in contact with the soccer coach. He was they both my soccer coach here was actually a two sport athlete in his college too, so he kind of helps me out with that. You think it would be the reverse, saying like you're crossing over like championships and the end of the season for soccer for just yeah. like preseason of hockey you think it would be the soccer coaches that are more like oh, I don't know <laughs> right right but the thing so they the deal I had with them was once you're in soccer season it's nothing hockey related mm-hmm. so I was at one point I was doing soccer practices because it was in the fall and then the preseason for hockey like the captain's practices they were starting and then once the team got on the ice with the coach I would start going to those practices and just sitting on the bench just watching, like okay. just being there, kind of seeing how everything was working, operating, how practices were run, just observing until soccer was completely done then, and then only then I would be able to do anything hockey-related. If you had to pick just one of the sports to go oh, professional yeah. in, which one would you pick? You know what? I don't, <laughs> that's a hard one. I would say I would say hockey. Really? It's, it's yeah, it's so fun. I mean – it's been consistent in my life always. I haven't gone like a week without it. There's just, yeah, I mean, you know, you play, like how hard was it for you to stop? Like that you, it's just a different type of game. It's not like soccer where you're just running and it's, it's a different sport. I think it's so cool. Yeah, it is. And it's addictive. It's fun. <laughs> I heard, wait, are you still doing men's league? Now that you're, like, you're still involved, right? You're still playing? Yes, so I actually just played my first men's league game here on Sunday, last Sunday. How was it? It was interesting. So I went to the pro shop, and I had to get wheels for my rollerblades here, but I don't know anything about roller hockey, so I was asking dumb questions because, you know, I just started playing during quarantine. And then I said, hey, like, do you guys have men's league? And I guess the guy just thought I was as dumb about, like, ice hockey as I was about roller hockey. And he was like, oh, yeah, you could play in, like, our E-league. Like, it's for, like, beginners and stuff. And I was like, no, like, it's okay. Like, I've played some college hockey. Like, I would like something higher. And he was like, oh, okay, well, why don't you come to this, like, higher-level skate on Sunday? So I went on Sunday, and I even told Tyler, I was like, I'm kind of nervous. Like, what if they're oh, really shit. good? And they were all, like men in their 50s not to hate on like any men in their 50s but they were like just slower and like bigger beer bellies and stuff and I was like oh I got this and I just like yeah so I was psyching myself out because the guy that's probably fun too because they're probably there for fun you're probably not dealing with any like it was so much fun and uh the guy that set up the thing he was like oh I brought you some white claws some girly drinks for you and stuff I'm like oh okay well I like this this is nice this is good I could get used to this one that's awesome yeah so that's nice and I just think it's a great way to meet people yeah for sure especially because you guys came from what New York yeah, from New York and from California, so it's like I know no one right. here. And then, yeah, and then Wilkes-Barre of all places, like, no one knows anyone from here unless you're here. So, yeah, for sure, that's a great idea. Yeah, were you nervous signing on to the hockey team knowing that it was a newer program? Yes and no. Yes, because you never know how it's going to play out, like, lots of new programs maybe fail after some years or you don't – there's a lot of technicalities that could go into new programs. I mean, funding, 
Um, we didn't have an assistant coach because it was a newer program. So there was a lot of, like, hesitations there. But I also thought it was going to be kind of cool to be a part of something get, getting built from the ground up. So I said, no matter what, if I'm going to go here and be a part of a new program, no matter what I do, it's going to impact the team positively in some way. Whether having an extra body helps get with the recruiting process with my coach or I don't know. I just thought it was kind of cool to be a part of something from kind of the beginning. It is, and you can set, like, all the rituals and right, different yes. routines. Yep. Do you think it's going to be weird this year having the seasons kind of flopped where you'll play hockey first and then soccer after? Oh, for sure. It's it's already kind of weird. I mean, right now it goes from I'm going to go from soccer now to then hockey in October. Go Now I'm going to – there's because the season got pushed back as well for the winter. Mm-hmm. So – if we were to make, in the event we were to make playoffs, it would overlap now with some soccer. So, yeah, I definitely think that will be weird. And, like, the body movements, I like doing soccer first a little bit, warming up to, like, because skating's a different type of shape. So I'm normally in soccer shape first, if that makes sense, like, kind of, like, fitness shape. And then kind of helps me translate to hockey. But doing hockey first is going to be definitely weird, for sure. And then even just playing in the spring stuff, like playing competitively against other schools in the spring for soccer, that's going to be different too. I don't know. Definitely will be. You don't ever get run down or just exhausted from doing all of this stuff? No, I like bouncing around and I like doing all of it. I I was the same case when I was younger. I would still do that. I would be doing them simultaneously. So this is actually kind of easier for me because they're not letting me do it simultaneously. Because <laughs> I'm used to doing it simultaneously, finish high school practice, go to the rink at night, like doing the two sports consecutively at the same time. But now, I, I mean, I only really have to do one at a time. So the part that would be the hardest is kind of just the social part of it, kind of being in soccer season but also being an active part of the hockey team and then being in hockey season now but still being a part, an active part of the soccer team would be the hardest part. But physically, mentally, it's it's pretty easy. I don't think – I don't struggle that bad, I hope. That's good. That's a skill because I feel like a lot of people would struggle with it. Yeah. So going back to it being a new program, this is the third year, right? Yeah, yes. Do you feel that you've gotten to see the team grow and your coach grow a lot since the first year? Definitely, yeah. I mean, the girls that started off, they played their first season with, like, eight eight players. So watching the development in them and, like, how they kind of now – interact with the younger girls and seeing how they played last year and how they played this year and how much more they can do when they have that extra help. The development's crazy. Uh, last year was more for them a stamina – or not last year, two years ago. It was more of like a stamina battle for them. Mm-hmm. Um, but now that they – now that there's bodies and the coach has a lot more to work with, you kind of see how he progresses the drills with the more people he has and how the girls that um, – started the program compete harder now that there's more people on the team as well kind of upping the level of competition within the team and last year you were named honorable mention for the all-mac women's hockey team is it a goal for you this year to make that team 100 percent yeah yeah i mean that 
that would that's a goal. I mean, I'm sure that's a goal for everyone. But for sure, when I saw my name, I was not expecting it at all. I had missed almost eight games. I think I missed eight games in the season. So I put it then when I saw it, I was like, oh, put it into perspective. I mean, maybe this is something that's attainable because I never think I never thought about postseason honors when I'm playing. I never think like, oh, let me get this many points to hopefully get this postseason honor or vice like anything like that. So just to see it, I was like, you know, that's a testament to hard work and it kind of was motivational to be like do do a little bit better now and maybe it's attainable because I never thought coming in I never thought coming in as a freshman late in the season that I would stand out in any way shape or form to any other team coach or anything so that yeah I mean getting on a higher team than that would definitely be a big goal of mine that's awesome and I hope you get it this year I hope so too. I mean, it might be, it might, I mean, I get the full season for hockey this year, so we'll see. <laughs> okay, and now we'll jump into our Instagram questions. Oh boy, <laughs> here we go. <laughs> we'll start the first one off. I don't know if I'm going to put this as anonymous or not. Depends if you tell me that there's bad blood. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> but, Cassidy Daly wants to know, did you have to sacrifice your friends for sports? Oh, I don't know Cassidy Daly. Okay, because I didn't know if that was, like, her being like, oh, my God, you left me in the dust. Oh, <laughs> I'd be like, no, Cassidy, no, I promise. <laughs> Wait, can you read it one more time? Okay, so she wants to know, did you have to sacrifice your friends for sports? So she's probably wondering how you balanced your social and athletic life. Right. Yeah. So my friends are, they're all really on the sports team. Is she talking about, do you think like college or do we think prior? No, probably college, right? Yeah. I'm thinking college. College. Okay. Yeah. There'd be weekends where I'm now in hockey season and both my roommates are soccer players Mm -hmm. and they get to go out and they get to, they're like, oh, we're going here. Like, do you want to come? No, I can't come. Like I have a game tomorrow and then I kind of just kind of sit in the dorm and kind of wait for them. So there's definitely kind of moments where it's like I have to make a sacrifice because I am a part of two teams. So kind of when they decide to go do this or that and I have something hockey-related coming up, it is kind of hard to be like, well, no, I can't go with you guys because of the other sport I play. Um, same thing for them. Yeah, I guess. I mean, there's always – yeah, there's always that sacrifice I'm – yeah, I don't know. <laughs> no, I agree. Like, if there's something social going on, you're like, well, I have a game tomorrow. I need to rest. Yeah, you like, can't I, go. I can't. Yeah. So. Right, and even on the contrary, my um, team bonding before, so last year was my freshman year, and when I was in soccer season, the hockey team was like, hey, why don't we all come over this night? Like, we could do a team night at this house. All get to know each other, and I'm over here, like, with an early practice the next day, I'm like, I'm sorry, like, I can't come. So it kind of sets me back on the friend-making process in that sense as well. Mm -hmm. So definitely, Mm -hmm. definitely some sacrifices within the two groups um, to be able to do them both. Because if if you're on one sports team, mainly your friends are kind of on that sports team, right, per se. Like, so... This, you're normally doing stuff with them. So sports and friends kind of come hand in hand. Well, same thing here, just two different sports kind of pull apart from each other sometimes. And I feel like you make so many friends on the sports teams because it's like your team and then the matching boys team. 
So yes. if you play the two sports, you automatically know, like, these whole four teams. Exactly. And, and, yeah. I always think if I didn't play on the hockey team, would I be still, would I still be as close as I am with all the hockey guys? And then same thing with soccer. Like, if I didn't do it, do we think I would still be as close? So. All right. Next one is from Valerie Koenig. Who's your favorite D partner? Val. <laughs> Valerie is. Valerie Koenig's my favorite D partner. <laughs> Have you guys been paired together since freshman year? We had five defensemen last year. Okay. So we kind of did a number system rotation thing. So, but she has consistently, I think we, yes, I think we've always been next to each other. So we go out together a Good lot. chemistry there. Good, yes. And she's actually was our only lefty day. So shout out for her. <laughs> she worked so well with us, with us righties. <laughs> okay. Billy Berry wants to know what is your game day routine? Oh, okay. That's a good question, Billy. It is. <laughs> um, cause everyone is so different and I actually love hearing about other people's. You kind of see it like before games, you kind of see what other people are doing. You're like, hmm. Um, well, if we have class, uh, we'll just pick up from like after class, I guess. Um, I don't really talk. I can't. I, I get to the rink when I'm supposed to get AirPods in get to the locker room, I kind of sit there for a little bit, just kind of thinking, and then tape the stick always. We get into warm-up stretch, kick the ball around a little bit, but I don't really talk, like, throughout the day, even in classes. I'm just very – I probably – maybe I take it – some people might say I take it too serious, but (laughs) I don't talk to anyone. (laughs) I like to – I like to lock in. I like to focus ahead of time because I get very nervous before before games. I get, like – can't, I can never shake butterflies until like 10 minutes in, but it helps a little bit to be in my own world and just kind of dealing with them ahead of time. Like even on the bus, if it's an away game, just headphones in, don't really talk, just kind of just kind of sit there, kind of rest as much as possible, and then focus, always focused. I'll, but I'll eat, I won't, I must say on game days, I have to have a large coffee. A, a large Dunkin' coffee, iced, always. Mm. Um, <laughs> I don't really eat as much. They put out, like, fruit snacks and bagels and, like, granola bars outside the locker rooms. So I eat that stuff before games. I don't really actually eat anything of, like, substantial value unless it's a really late game. In that case, maybe I'll have some lunch. Really weird, but I get – I'll throw up, I think, if I eat. <laughs> really? It doesn't make you feel low on energy? No, no. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I feel like I would throw up. I mean, so many times I'm playing at before, right after eating, and I'm like, well, I don't feel too good. So I don't really eat. Just weird, but. And what if you have class before? Do you feel like that's a little the hard thing about dealing with being a student athlete is the fact that you have to deal with homework and classes while trying to focus and stay in that game day mentality? Oh, for sure. Homework on the bus for the first hour, if it's farther than that is definitely it's a good idea because otherwise uh, it's hard to keep up when you're going, when you know you have to go right from this class to the bus and then you're out for the rest of the day. The schoolwork is always, you're always thinking, I mean, I'm always thinking, Jesus, I have so much work to do. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm, Yeah, so the balance between it on class days, I try to stay as much on top, of, on top as possible so that, when it comes to, like, those few hours before the game, it's not something I have to really think about. 
But game days on midweek days, that's the biggest challenge because you gotta, you gotta worry about your game, worry about doing what you have to do before the game while also having to worry about what classes you have to go to, where do you have to be, where are you gonna, if you eat before games, how are you gonna get food before getting on the bus or before getting to the rink, that kind of stuff. So, yeah, classes before games are kind of mm-hmm. rushing around sometimes. <laughs> All right. Shauna Tubbs wants to know, who is your favorite hockey locker neighbor? I only have one. Really? <laughs> I only have one. Her name happens to be Shauna Tubbs. <laughs> Are you on InSpot or something? Yeah, we sit, me and her, um, I actually love it. So, Coach Coach Utter, if you're listening to this podcast, don't change anything. <laughs> leave us leave us where we are because I love our seats. Yeah, every, it's, the walls are, like, lined with, like, connecting lockers. Mm-hmm. And then there's, like, a literal, little wall that's kind of where, the like, the, it has to break where the bathroom door is. So that the little section yeah. is just me and Shauna. <laughs> so the two of us have our own little kind of space because we don't have people to the sides of us. So it has to be Shauna. I mean, if I had to pick one, <laughs> definitely my, her. By default. <laughs> okay, what about Gabby Mesa? Masa wants to know. You must work really hard, huh? That's just yeah. I guess she's just commenting that to you. <laughs> hard worker. <laughs> hard work always. She played. I played. Uh, she's from my club team back home. Okay. Um, and yeah, no hard work always, always. That's that was the biggest thing that I pushed at least as a our team. We had a good, we've had a pretty good club team, but the biggest thing that I would see is why we would lose games is just because we wouldn't work hard. Mm-hmm. So hard work, yeah, we do work hard, Gaffy. In what way that you guys wouldn't work hard? Like outside of practice, people weren't like exercising and stuff, or in the game, people weren't focusing and like putting in that. Yeah, in the game and practices, and that's, no, practices, that was my biggest pet peeve. Like, people, I mean, people that don't take practice serious, I get it, there's times in practice that goof off, have fun, I mean, I I do the same thing Mm -hmm. sometimes, but when it comes down to it, like, that hard work you put in in practice really does translate to the game and how you see the game, and if you go into practice thinking it's a joke, it's harder to then go into the game, so... A pregame speech, I would always say before hockey games, where if we just outwork them, we'll beat them. Because no team, that I think that if you work the hardest on the ice, the game essentially should just be that times that much easier for you to win. Definitely, it should. I think hard work definitely pays off. Okay, so now we're getting into your sister's questions. She sent a few. Oh my god. Do your academics fluctuate being busy? Being too busy? Mm-hmm. Yes, for sure. Because, I mean, staying on top of everything while also dealing with practices and just being tired sometimes. Like, there will be times where I'm just tired and I need a nap. And I'm like, well, it's 6 o'clock. Don't take a nap at 6 o'clock. You have homework to do, do your homework, and then take your nap. And then I'll wake up. I'll take the nap, wake up from the nap, feel so tired, and just not do the homework and hang out. So, just always like having places to go, going from lift to practice, stuff like that, meetings and, and film sessions. It's a lot to keep up with academics. I've never been the top student either. So getting to the college level 
and then now also having to keep the academics up. However, I would say that it, it is kind of easy having now two coaches being on me for academics because that you need a certain grade point to be able to play. So having people constantly reminding me, do this, do this, do this, doing great checkups with me, like mm-hmm. midterm grade reports, having those meetings. Uh, last year we had to do study halls. So just getting pressure from the, the sports that I play to do better in the academics, that kind of helped. But, yeah, it fluctuates. I mean, I would see that I did much better – Granted, COVID, but I think this would have been the case anyways. I think I would have done better in the spring than I do in the spring semester than I do in the fall semester because fall is kind of the hockey and the soccer is in the bulk of it. And then spring, it's more more time to just focus on the schoolwork. What is your favorite part of playing two sports? There's a lot besides the fact that I... I get to do the two sports. Like, my favorite part of playing the two sports is actually playing the sports. I don't really look at it as two sports. I look at it as, if this makes sense, like the one sport and then another sport. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't really – I don't know if that makes sense. But my favorite part is making the connections that I make, playing for different coaches, kind of seeing how – differently teams are coached learning different things about life that come from both the sports that kind of translate outside of it because every team has different values morals goals stuff like that so kind of seeing double of what of what people kind of want I don't know I, I like every part of it I like playing for two different coaches I like being busy I like having both the both friends. Like you said earlier, I wouldn't know the four teams if I didn't do the two sports. So just knowing people and and just I also like the fact that I go from one to the other. Like I like that. Some people think at the end of soccer season, oh well, this is it. Well for me I'm like, ooh, like I get to go to hockey now. So just not being done, I guess. Yeah. Mentally, what techniques do you use to adjust between the two different styled sports? Mentally. Well, do you have, like, a different game day routine for soccer than you have for hockey? No, I I keep it pretty consistent. It's a, I mean, it's the only thing that's really hard for me that I struggle with that I would have to, like, think about is the, because soccer was the first season, I don't really have as many friends on the hockey team, Mm -hmm. but they kind of had their connections when I was doing soccer. So just kind of getting into the social aspect of hockey is the, is what I, is what I kind of have to think about more. Is it hard? Like when you miss games for soccer, like miss hockey games for soccer, do you feel like any tension between the girls in the locker room and you? Sometimes my coach, like, he talks to me about it a lot, kind of says that, like, sometimes it doesn't look the best if, yeah, when I miss eight games and then I come in. So I I don't want, yeah, I don't want to feel tension between anyone on the hockey team, but I do, I do get it, and I understand that, that when I'm not there for so long and then I just kind of show up one day, that it's like, well, who is she? Especially like as a freshman last year, no one really knew me. And I was just, mm-hmm. I was in the locker room for two months. And then one day I'm just in the locker room now getting dressed, ready to go on the ice with them. It's kind of like, wait a second, where did she come from? Like, what is mm-hmm. she doing? Type of thing. And it makes, it honestly makes me a little bit nervous because I'm like, well, I don't know what they think. 
coming from soccer. I don't want them to see me more as a soccer player than a hockey player. Like, I don't want them to think, okay, well, she's on the hockey team, but she's not really on the hockey team. So, yeah, that, I don't, I don't want there to be any type of tension like that, but I'm, I don't know how they see it. <laughs> Are you the only two sport athlete on your team? No, so a lot of, I mean, a lot of the girls probably do get it because we did. Last year we had, I think, four. There's now three this year that play on the lacrosse team as well. Okay. So, but they, they don't overlap. But they probably have similar views and problems and whatnot that on the lacrosse team that I do on the hockey team because that's the second season for them. But, yeah, there's, I think, three three of our girls play on the lacrosse team. Okay. I tried to do it. I tried to ask if I could also play on the lacrosse team. I was shut down. They said <laughs> I shut, no. They said, they said three sports? No way. <laughs> I said, it's lacrosse. And they're like, no way. This girl wanted to be a three-sport athlete at Utica. And I love her if she's listening, but this is kind of funny. So she played... <laughs> She did track, and then she did hockey, and she wanted to be on the golf team as well because the golf team was just looking for players. So she's like, oh, I'll do this because she really loved the idea of being a three-sport athlete. And she came out, and she could not hit a ball for the life of her. She was the only person (laughs) to get cut. And she said she was like, oh, I got cut because they told me I couldn't be a three-sport athlete. It would be too overwhelming. And I was like, if you want to say that. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe it's the fact that a, that a golf game would last, last way too long if you can't get the ball off the stage. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I thought that was that the funniest thing. The case more so than the three sports. <laughs> okay, the last question from your sister. Do you ever get overwhelmed trying to balance all the responsibilities? Yes, 100% yes. <laughs> Schoolwork in itself overwhelms me. I can't keep up. If my roommates weren't on the soccer team, I would have no idea where I'm supposed to be and when for any, like, I get the amount of emails and texts, the group me's, Snapchat group chats, just, I had a call, I was sitting in the dorm the other day and I get a text from someone on the hockey team and she goes, are you coming? And I was like, wait, where am I, where am I supposed to be right now? <laughs> I was like, should I run? Like, am I really late? What's happening? She was like, oh, outside the library, like we're having a team meeting. And I'm like looking through everything and I'm like, well, why did it like, where, where was this message? I mean, I get so many messages from coaches, athletic trainers. There's two different now lifting. We lift with now two different trainers for the two different sports now. So now I get two different emails from two different people. It is so much for me to, and it's all on the phone. So I just kind of have to know how to navigate everything. But just knowing like what's due, when, where I need to be, what I have to hand in, all the forms I have to fill out, just always kind of keeping a schedule of knowing like hockey meeting at this time, soccer meeting at this time. I don't, yeah, I, it's hard to keep up with sometimes. I feel like I need, like, a manager just to write it down. Yeah. Okay, so I lied. I said that was the last one from your sister, but there's one more. Oh, I bet. Um, how does training vary between hockey and soccer? Soccer was more of an established program here, so it was way more amplified, way more. Nothing, nothing against the hockey team. It was pretty intense as well, but the soccer team having – Senior, uh, super seniors, seniors, juniors, sophomores, freshmen, and then having the hockey team, which was essentially then just 
sophomores and freshmen. The competition level was a little bit more amplified with one than the other. But besides that, I mean, the training was both teams were there to do what they wanted to do, compete, whatnot. It was just a little bit of a different vibe amongst the two teams because of the age differences that there were on the soccer teams, whereas the age difference on the hockey team was only a year, so it was less intimidating, more free-flowing almost, like people weren't as nervous to make mistakes and whatnot. I like that. So the next person, I couldn't find their name, so I'm just going to say their handle. It's Fawny1705, wants to know how old you are. Oh, my God. Uh, 19. 19. And then Leah Johnson asks, what's your favorite thing to do besides sports? Oh, Leah knows more than anyone. Hang out with friends. I love my friends. I care so much about my friends that sometimes when my friends, when my uh, like my high school friends, none of them were really on my sports teams. Mm-hmm. I would get so upset when I was doing sports and couldn't hang out with my friends. I guess that kind of goes back to the sacrifice question with the friends. Yeah, I would. There would be weekends where my friends were like, "Oh my gosh, let's go here and do this trip," and I would be like, "Oh, I can't. I have like a hockey tournament ten hours that way." So yeah, oh, hanging out with my friends always. I love being outside. So if like. Even if I'm doing schoolwork, I want like I would like to be outside. So if I'm not doing sports, anything sports related, I just want to be around my friends, just like sitting around talking. And the last one, Ali Mongo, which is my coworker from back home, love her. She said, "What is your major?" Oh, corporate finance. Really? Okay. Yes. That's I want to go into all the money world. Have yeah, money, money. No, I Get feel that. it. That's awesome. Hundred <laughs> percent. Are you good at accounting and everything? Yeah, I loved accounting. I took it back in high school. Okay. And I was like, this is way too enjoyable. <laughs> so I talked to my teacher, and I was like, this is way too enjoyable. Like, tell me some jobs that aren't this, because I don't know if I'm capable of doing a desk job. Like, sitting at a desk, crunching numbers, I was like, oh, God, I can't work in a cubicle to save my life. Like, sitting, no. So I was asking my teacher, I was like, so what are some jobs I can do with money and accounting and stuff that I can also, like, be out and about? And she named some jobs, and I was like, you know what? I'll start small. We'll, we'll go into the business world. Came here, changed my major from business uh, management to corporate finance. So, and then all the financial classes, now that I got the freshman first year courses out of the way, now I'm into all the money classes, and I, I really like it, I think. Yeah, you can do so much with accounting, and I'm lucky because I do accounting and contract consulting, which is why I'm allowed to work remotely. There's so much stuff that you can do with that. I just think it's awesome. Yeah, so many, so much stuff you could do with it. Yes. Uh, okay, so the last little thing that I threw on here is we can do a breakdown of your team. If okay. you want to, you can help me know because the boys were like, this is going to get us in trouble. So, Oh, no. Okay. Okay, okay so I'm just going to say a name for a person or a type of person, and then you'll say what player resonates with that. Okay. So, wait. Okay. Okay. Wait. I'm nervous. <laughs> Who do you think is the biggest academic weapon on your team? Academic weapon on the hockey team. Oh, who do we got? Let me think. Uh, I think Amanda Bungie's pretty freaking smart. 
I would say Amanda. Yeah, I think Amanda. I remember my roommate telling me last year that she's kind of, that she's really smart. So I might say Amanda. Okay. Who is the girly girl? I don't think we really have a like a girly girl. Really, no one. I don't really. You know what? That's weird. I don't really think like a like a really. I don't know. Like everyone looks good on game day. <laughs> so like that's all yeah, that matters. I mean, yeah, I mean, like we we do. I think everyone on the team kind of does both, but. Uh, Really girly girl? I mean, like, Kendall, maybe? Mm-hmm. Kendall? I would say Kendall Castro, yeah. Okay, what about the team clown? Oh, that might be Kendall. Kendall <laughs> makes everyone laugh. Love it. For sure, Kendall makes everyone laugh, mm-hmm. yeah. The most athletic. Our two sport athletes are all pretty athletic. The girls that do both, Abby, Allie, and Alexa, most athletic. Yeah, I would say our two sport athletes. Let's see. Okay, who would be the team therapist? Oh, Alexa. For sure. She's like our she's like our team mom. I was just gonna say next one is team mom, so maybe she gets two of them. I think she I think she might I think she <laughs> might take them both home. <laughs> yeah, Alexa's definitely kinda like the person on the team, like you know. <laughs> if that makes sense. And who's the girl that has it all together? Hmm, we're all pretty much a shit show. <laughs> um, who has it all? I mean, who's got their shit figured out the most? Probably Val. Val has, Val's, yeah, Val's got it pretty much figured out. Mm-hmm. She's got her, she's, yeah, maybe Val. I don't know, that was, that was kind of hard. Really? Yeah. Who's the social media guru? Allie. Abby, Abby, Allie, maybe. Okay, and last one. This is the one where the the boys didn't like when I asked who the team mom was, which I didn't understand why they didn't like that. And then they didn't like this one either, which is, can you name the biggest partier on your team? Oh, that one might get me in trouble. Yeah, we'll skip it. That one, I know who it is, but that one might get me in trouble. I would love to give it to the world. I would love to give it to the podcast, but... If you if you're listening, just take a trip to Wilkes, and, and I'm sure you'll see. <laughs> you'll see it. You'll figure it out on your own. <laughs> <laughs> they couldn't come up with a team mom for their team. No, they did, but they just said that everyone would take it offensively, and I was like, I don't understand, but okay, whatever, I'll cut it out. <laughs> can, can I compare the team mom? Did they say Phil? I don't actually remember who they said. Theirs was like a very long podcast. <laughs> I listened to that one and I was like, oh my gosh, poor Kelsey just sitting here listening to this. I know, but it was funny. It was entertaining. <laughs> yeah. All right. And that concludes all of our questions. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. That was fun. 